When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. One incident flushed their dream wedding down the tube. Ruined weddings. And I thought everything was going according to plan. But. You just got stood up. Yes, sir. He's an idiot. I mean, I don't get it. You know that feeling you get back feeling your gut? Go with that. Plus. I looked like a monster. I was actually on my way to anaphylactic shock. My throat was closing up. You had an allergic reaction. He could have said, maybe you should go hide. <laughs> This is going to be a changing day in your life. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. Here we go. I want you to get excited about your life. Four. And ready, three. Let's do it. All right, take a look at this date in the screen. What happened on August 27th, 2005? This is a picture of Carrie and her husband, Mitch. She says their Jewish wedding was officiated by a fake rabbi. Now take a look at this date in the screen. What happened on January 22nd, 2000? This is a picture of Brandy being hauled off on a gurney during her reception. And what happened on December 17th, 2005? Here's a picture of Giselle who is standing by herself for a reason. Giselle's fiance did not show up for their wedding. And she's backstage because the video of her wedding day, which we're about to see, is just too difficult for her to watch. My wedding day began probably around 5 a.m. in the morning. It started with me going to get my hair done. That's my mom. And then we went to the church. I'm gonna try to remain as calm and dry as I can because I'm not ruining my mascara. So no nobody's crying. The pastor came in and asked that everyone that was in the back part of the room leave. And I thought, okay, we're gonna have prayer. And he said, sister, he said, we can't find a groom. And I said, what? So the pastor asked me, do you want us to wait longer or do you wanna just shut it down now? I said, no, we, we waited long enough. At that moment, I think it really sunk in, like this man is not showing up. He's not coming. He's gone. My pastor didn't make an announcement to the crowd. There will not be a wedding today. Your parents were there. Your grandma was there. My grandma was there. My great-grandma was there. And how you can just turn around and just act like it's nothing and not even show. That part was, to me, really cold-blooded. Well, please bring uh, Giselle out to the stage. Have a seat. So this has been three and a half years. Yes, sir. Since you got stood up at the altar. I mean, it's just, there's no other way to say it, is there? That's right. That's it. You just got stood up. Yes, sir. What an idiot. <laughs> I mean, isn't she, I mean, she just, I 
I'm sorry, he's an idiot. I mean, what, what, I, don't get, I don't get it. Uh, let's just go right to the moment when you realized he wasn't coming. Right. Um, I was in the back of the church. I was kind of in a little secluded area where my cousin was putting in my veil. And at the time, I wasn't keeping really good track of time because I didn't have him on a watch. And I thought everything was going according to plan. And so when my pastor came in and he said, Sister, we cannot find the groom, I said in my, in myself, I said, he's not coming. I said it the to myself. The minute he said that, you said he's not coming. Yeah, because. Why would that even be in your head? Because it was, it was, time was running out. It was getting too late. And I had a feeling like, you know that feeling you get Dr. Phil in your gut? Go with that. Go with that. <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> you got it down? <laughs> Well, let's walk through this, because I think people are, are really interested in this, because okay. it's everybody's nightmare, right? Sure. I mean, we know. Yeah. Here is a timeline of what happened on Giselle's wedding date. 5 a.m., she gets up and showers. 6 a.m., you met the bridesmaids and flower girls at the hair salon. Noon, you called your fiancé just to check in, right? Right, right. What'd you say? I said, hey, how are you doing? He said, I'm doing great. He said, I'm going to get to the church early because I want to check out the decorations, have prayer with my groomsmen. I said, okay, well, I'll see you there. Okay, one o'clock, return home to put on your makeup and start foo-fooing. One forty-five, you leave for the church. Two o'clock, you get there. Two ten, you get dressed. Photographers are there. Videographers are taking all the behind-the-scenes yeah. shots. Everything's ramping up. You took pictures at two thirty with the bridal party. Two fifty, the veil goes on. Yeah. Three o'clock, you're waiting for the wedding to start. Three thirty, photographers still taking pictures. Mm -hmm. Three forty-five. Pastor told Giselle and her parents that her fiancé did not arrive. 4.30. You're back at your parents' house yes, sir. with the bridal party. Right. And at 7, his mother calls. Right. And says he's okay. Right. And he left the tux hanging on his parents' door. Yes. 1 o'clock is all over. You went to bed finishing that day, not at all like you thought it was going to be when it started. Really, really, really different feeling. Did you have any warning signs here? Well, you know they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Fill us in. It is. Yeah. Um, of course, now there are warning bells, but at the time when I was going through everything, <clears throat> I thought, okay, I've never been engaged before, nor have I been married before. This is, this is my first rodeo. So I'm thinking he's getting cold feet, this is a really big decision for both of us. You know, we came from really good families. So I thought like, you know, fundamentally, the foundation part, I thought it was all there. But there were a few signs now that I look back that I should have paid really, really close attention to that I didn't. Like what? Like the fact that he started withdrawing emotionally from me probably a couple of months before the wedding because he said that he had to get his head together. See, here's a warning sign. You said go with your gut? Yeah. Add this one. When people start answering questions that aren't asked, that's a real bad sign. Okay. If he starts saying, well, okay, like, yeah, I'm doing fine and I'm going to get to the church early. Well, I didn't ask you when you were coming, but you're bringing it up and you're going to uh, be there and you're going to pray with the groomsmen and you're going to do all of this. I mean, there's just a lot. You didn't ask any of those questions. He's just filling in the gaps. Now, your parents are here. Yes. Rhonda and Charles, how are y'all doing? You saw these warning signs. Yeah, I, I've seen some of the warning signs. Uh, one of the signs that I noticed that 
we had to evacuate our town because a hurricane was coming. And we left our city and went to Austin, Texas and stayed a couple of days. Uh, that couple of days time, he never called Giselle to check was she okay, when she's coming back or whatever. He never called. Never checked? Never checked. And I, that was one of the red flags to me. How about you, Mom? Did you see anything that bothered you? Well, everything bothered me, Dr. Phil, from the beginning. I told my sister, who was the, uh, the wedding coordinator, I told her, I said, you know, Phil, like we're planning something that's not going to happen. But my coworker told you me You said that way in advance, didn't you? You I said, did. I feel like we're planning, planning something, something that's never that's going never to gonna happen. Because I felt it. I, I felt it. And my coworker at school, she told me, Giselle has done everything that you all have asked of her to do. She said, and remember one thing, Giselle is happy. And she was. She, she was, was so happy. Uh, in the four years since Giselle... Uh, was stood up at the wedding, she's not been on one single date. Can you imagine such a gorgeous young woman? We're going to get to the bottom of that and get her back in the game when we come back. Since the day of my wedding, I have not been in that church that I was supposed to be married in. I've not even driven by it. I think people think in the back of their heads that that's the girl that got stood up on her wedding day. How dreadful. I've been through a lot of hell in my life. I'd like to stop living like an 80-year-old widow. And later... I was actually on my way to anaphylactic shock. I believe when the ambulance came, my throat was closing up by that time. Seeing the ambulance, seeing her with an IV and on a gurney made me realize this is the end of our wedding. After my wedding day, my parents sold my wedding dress to a local dress shop. I ended up trading in the rings and I got a watch instead. Everyone let me keep my gifts because they said, hey, you did your part. You came to your wedding. Do what you want to do with them. I wanted a good blender, so I kept two of them. Well, today I'm talking to women who all say they experienced what they called disaster weddings. Now, for Giselle, it was a disaster almost wedding because the wedding never took place. She says her fiancé just didn't show up at their wedding, and she hasn't talked to him not one time since. Now, it's four years later, and she admits to viewing all men in a negative light. Well. <laughs> geez, Dad, what do you think here? We're getting, uh, we're getting thrown under the bus because of this jerk. <laughs> so you really have a negative attitude about men, right? Yes, sir, I do. But you have to know this was not about you. This is about his deficiencies, his inadequacies, his immaturities. You know, it's been said a man's got to know his limitations. You're a college graduate. Yes, sir. You're well-educated, very successful. Yes, sir. What was he doing when you met him? Do you really want... He was working at a grocery store. He was working at a grocery store. He wasn't managing it. No, sir. He wasn't supervising the stock boys. No. He wasn't even a stock boy. No. So he was not high up the food chain. Correct. At the food mart. There you go. Okay. And so here you are, accomplishment-wise, here he is. And that doesn't mean that you have to have a great job to be a great guy. But it, it, when you add that to the fact that he lied to you, that he didn't show up, that he hasn't had the courage to look you in the eye and tell you all of those things, maybe you won this thing. Maybe you, maybe you lost a loser. 
and, and maybe, you know, no, seriously. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Dad? Because I've always said the, the worst thing than being in a bad relationship for like 10 years is being in a bad relationship for 10 years in one day. You found out before you got started. Right. True. True. Now, it would have been better if you found out before you drove down to church. Yes, sir. Before you spent all of this, what, 30, Ooh. 40 grand? 38. Yes. On yeah. this wedding? Right. Yes. I mean, this was a blowout. Yes, sir. Sure this was, was a blowout. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's tragic, but you may have dodged a bullet here. Do you get that? I mean, look at this. Two wedding dresses, two tiaras, 10 bridesmaids, 10. Four junior bridesmaids, three flower girls, three ministers, one to pray, one for scripture, and one to marry you. Two photographers, two videographers, I mean, horse and carriage. I mean, you guys blew this out. And he didn't even show up. He didn't even have, he knew all the plans, right? Yes. He knew the money was being spent. He knew what all was going on. And he didn't step up and tell you the truth before all of this was incurred. So you may have really dodged a bullet here. I mean, that's the good news. There's a silver lining to every cloud. I'm not saying it's good that this happened to you because it isn't. But look, it's just <laughs> ice sculptures, <laughs> bubbles, <laughs> reception, play, DJ. Uh, Open bar. Mom, you remember when we got, <laughs> you remember when we got married? Yes, barely. It's been yeah. so long. <laughs> yeah, what'd your wedding dress cost? Oh, it was $99, and I had to put it in layaway and pay out the $99. Yeah, you did. You'd go buy and pay five bucks, five dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to get it. I mean, so it, you, you, this was a big deal. Yes, sir. Um, but you do, do you think maybe you dodged a bullet? Oh, yes, now, big time. Yeah, because here's the thing. What you've got to do is the only reason that you continue to be raw about this and continue to have this negative attitude about men is because you have unfinished emotional business. This is still churning. You, you, you're trying to make sense out of nonsense. You can't. I mean, it's, it's, it's nonsense what he did. It's immature. It, it's, it's, it's every negative that you could apply to a choice that somebody made. And at, at some point, you have to realize you're still locked in with him. You're not, you're not over him. You're not through with him. You may be through with him emotionally. You may not love him. You may not care about him at this point. But he still has you locked up. He is controlling you as you sit here today. You're sitting on the sidelines, and you are a delightful young woman. You, I mean, there is, there's somebody out there that is, is going to do it for you. But, and you may have walked past him a hundred times in the last four years because you, you've got yourself on negative filter. You, you've got to forgive, you've got to forget, and you've got to choose to get back in the game. You re- don't you think? I think. I know. <laughs> yeah, you got to choose. And, and this time, he's going to have to convince everybody. He's got a hard job ahead of him. He's got a hard job. He's going to have to convince Dad. Mom may rain on the parade. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and I want to meet him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You get him, you say, yeah. <laughs> B says, will you marry me? Oh, well, we're going to go to the Dr. Phil show and find out <laughs> what we're going to do. Now, if, if, if he'll do that, that's a good sign. Okay. But, you know, you've got to give yourself permission to get back in this game, don't you? I do. Let me help you with that. Okay. All right. Uh, I've, I've asked a, a, a friend to come here. Her name is April Beyer. She's the founder of Beyer & Company. Uh, it's a personal matchmaking and relationship consulting firm. She is the best 
of the best. You may have seen her on the show before. Okay. And this is April right here. Hi, Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this not a delightful client? Delightful. I mean, you are every, you are the woman that I look for. You're beautiful, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're savvy, you've got a lot of heart, you're feminine. Along with being a really bright woman, you also have your femininity. Yes, you are the kind of woman that men seek out. But men do need to feel like they can be successful with you. So if you're not allowing them to be successful with you and you're challenging everything that they say to you on a date, you're not going to get to the one. Yeah, now, listen, she is a real pro at this. And she has agreed that she is going to work with you. She has this, and this may sound kind of mechanical, but I have to tell you, in this day and time, uh, it's good to do some pre-research on people's screens, some people know who you're talking about. And, and, and she's going to help you with that. And she's going to do this. She's going to take like six months and, and coach you through this process and help you screen and look and all for the right people. And I mean, and she is top notch in this. So she, will you get back in the game? If she'll help you with this. You got it. All right. Now, if you missed your honeymoon because of a wedding disaster, or you made it to the altar and then your honeymoon was a disaster, we want you to log on to drphil.com and tell us your story. And if it's the best story, the one that we choose, it can be funny, it can be sad, it can be anything, then we want to recreate that honeymoon for you with a trip to Fiji, the most romantic hideaway, the Gamea Resort, uh, which includes seven nights with airfare and all the meals included. You'll be one of only 17 couples on the whole island. Now, this is courtesy of UnforgettableHoneymoons.com, which is a romantic travel specialist. They really know how to put all this together. So if you've had that disaster, let us know. And uh, we'll bring you here, then we'll send you there. All right? So you and I have a plan. We got it. All right. Coming up, a woman who says she still can't get over being strapped to a gurney and taken to the hospital on her wedding day. Nine, count them, nine years ago. She's not over a chip. Things started going downhill after the third dance. My eyes were starting to swell up. My nose was huge, my lips were huge, even my ears were swollen. I think I looked like a monster. talking about what happens when the bride feels that she had the wedding from hell, but the groom, well, he just doesn't exactly agree. When Brandy got married nine years ago, she says she was center stage with all eyes on her, with lights flashing, but not for the reason you may think. The whole day started off wrong. I woke up late, got my period. My brother went to pick up his tux and they gave him the wrong vest. Then I got lipstick on my gown. That was just the start of it. Things started going downhill after the third dance. I started sneezing. And I sneezed more than I ever had, I think, ever in my life. So as soon as the dance was done, I ran into the bridal suite and looked at myself in the mirror, and I was horrified. I think I looked like a monster. My nose was huge, my lips were huge, even my ears were swollen. When I went out and told Robert that I was really worried that I was having an allergic reaction to something and that my eyes were swelling up, he said, no, Bran, you look beautiful. 
Well, Brandy's husband, Robert, now admits that he lied. <laughs> he just lied. <laughs> but come on, what are you supposed to say when your wife asks you, how do I look? <laughs> Take a look. When a bride on her wedding day asks you how she looks, your response should always be, you look beautiful. What other answer am I going to give her? Even though I might have noticed a little bit of swelling, I didn't want her to, to know that. Well, as Brandy's eyes, ears, and throat started to swell, things took a turn for the worse. I've had an allergic reaction before. <laughs> but never on that scale. Well, my first response when I walked in and I saw Brandy's condition, I asked, did anyone give her Benadryl? Everyone said, we've given her too much already. I was feeling pretty awful at that point. I was actually on my way to anaphylactic shock. I believe when the ambulance came, my throat was closing up by that time. It was really difficult. Seeing the ambulance, seeing her with an IV and on a gurney made me realize this is the end of our wedding. I think the worst part about having a wedding like the one we had is that there's no way to go back and redo it, really. That is your one shot at having your wedding. It's very tough to move past it. I always dreamed about my wedding day. I never thought it would turn out with me looking like a monster. Well, Brandy's mother, Tessa, says the unfortunate incident could have been easily avoided. When they decided to get married on January 22nd, Brandy was basically doomed. My mom told us that January was a really bad idea. There was a lunar eclipse and it was very powerful in Brandy's chart. Tessa did explain something about the moons being aligned with Jupiter. Rob was not about to budge an inch. He was dead set on getting married that month. I figured we would take our chances. Just before she was cutting her cake, she told me to look at her. Her eyes were getting funny and she was itchy already. I was thinking, Brandy, why? I told you maybe you'll listen to me next time. I definitely look back and think I wish I had listened to my mom. In hindsight, I definitely should have listened to her. Now, I think they've seen the light. Okay, so this didn't go well. No. Okay, but it's been nine years. Yes, it okay. has. Okay, you think she should get over this? I do. It was one day, it was our wedding day, and, you know, we have the rest of our lives. We're, we're happily married after nine years. Yeah, true? Yes, yes. So, so this didn't go well. You, you had an allergic reaction. Big allergic reaction. I mean, worse things have happened. Yes. I mean, you agree. I'm not trying to minimize or trivialize this, but you made a beautiful bride. I, I mean, seriously. Okay, but go ahead. Well, I just, I didn't get to say goodbye to my guests. Um, the wedding got cut short, or the reception got cut short. We didn't get to dance, um, but the three beginning dances, um, my guests didn't even really know what was going on. Didn't get to throw the bouquet, didn't get to do the garter. I mean, just the simple little things that you... You dream about. You dream about. I mean, they're just stupid, I know, but... No, 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 they're not stupid. But they're... then everybody, almost everybody, but maybe ten people saw me. And the photographer even got a picture. I mean... Saw you having an allergic reaction? Yeah, I saw... Well, what? you didn't do anything wrong. Ugh. I mean, you don't think they're, like, mad at you or have... 
no. post-traumatic stress disorder no. or anything for, from seeing you. <laughs> no, but I look scary. And that's not the worst of it. That is the beginning of it. Right. It got worse because your lips and even your ears were yeah, swelling up. Yeah, this part of my ear was fat. Yeah. Fat. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you when you're a little girl, you don't dream about fat ears on your wedding day. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't. I mean, that's, that's not what you do. And, and to be honest, you're mad at him for lying to you. Come on, give the guy a break. What's he supposed to say? If that, because at the time you asked him, you didn't have fat ears yet. You, you were starting to fuzz up. Right, but still, he could have said, well, you know, maybe you should go hide. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah that would have worked. Yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be sitting here nine years later if he had said that. All right, Brandy's mother, Tess, is here, and she says the astrological signs pointed to no for this wedding day and time. We'll be right back. As a matter of fact, I did your chart. Really? Your chart has this healing energy that is so powerful. It's all you want to do is like you want to run around and heal everybody. Oh, they're so, oh, let me go heal them. That's how you are. Heal. <laughs> and later, the flowers were wrong. The chuppah was wrong. The rabbi was an impersonator, and he was really a reverend, dressed like a rabbi. Next week. Angry moms taking their stress out on the kids. I have gotten physical. I can't control it. I want to say to her, I'm sorry for being a bad child. I'm afraid for people to know how I really am. I hate myself. I don't understand why I treat them this way. They don't deserve it. Learn how to keep control of your emotions. Your rage has nothing to do with them. You always say, this is going to be a changing day in your life. I need my changing day. I want you to decide right now, you're going to be the hero for these girls. Next week. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. When I think about my wedding now, I'm horrified. Brandy still does not like to look at our wedding photos or our wedding video. Robert feels that I need to look at our wedding day with happy memories. I don't know if that's possible. Well, the women I'm talking to today all say that one incident flushed their dream wedding down the tubes. Now, I'm here with Brandy, who says an allergic reaction 
caused her to have to call an ambulance, be strapped to a gurney, and driven to the closest hospital. Now, Brandy's husband, Robert, says he fears she may secretly feel that this incident means that the marriage is doomed. Now, and listen, that's not, you already got the look. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I said he said that, she went. <laughs> See what I mean? You got to choose your words carefully. But you, what, there's an old saying, what I fear I create. And if you look at this as such a, a marred event, it, it doesn't speak well for, I mean, it's a bad start, right? Um, no, I mean, it was a bad day and it's hard for me to relive that day. But I love him. Now, Tessa, this is, this is your mother. Yes. You, you said the astrological signs were all no? It was horrible. There was a lunar eclipse just the day before the wedding date. And a lunar eclipse is usually, it's a full moon. So if you know anything about hospitals and police departments, they all can verify that. That's a lot of negative energy that happens on that day. So, and it was aspecting her ascendant, which is, which is, what? Her, what is called her ascendant? It's the moment she was born. And therefore, it was affecting her wherever she was. And she just so happened to be at this home, you know, where she had the wedding. So that's where the reaction was going to happen. It wouldn't happen at, at her home. It was going to happen at that place. You, you knew all that from... Oh, there's just so much you can tell. When I use asteroids and trans-Neptunian planets, and I'm a Uranian astrologer, so I just use everything. Yeah. I, um, I, thought, I thought maybe she just ate some shellfish or something. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> do, do you believe in all the astrological uh, machinations? I, I look at my horoscope. That's about the extent of it. I don't plan my day around that is it. That's not the extent of it. You always ask me questions. I look everything up. I do. I do take that as, as advice. Financial. But <laughs> got a got a rock and a hard place here, Dr. Phil. Enough said. I got you. She's very accurate. You're right. He she mis- is a very accurate. He misspoke. He meant to say he looks at his horoscope. Yeah. That's right. And he asked you to look things up. And, and he better clear this right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we 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 got you on that. Um, okay, but. How are the stars for them being here today? As a matter of fact, I did your chart. Really? <laughs> it's public knowledge. I didn't, you know, do no, anything. No, no, that's okay. What, what did, give and, me the short version. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just amazing because your chart has this healing energy that is so powerful. It's all you want to do. It's like you want to run around and heal everybody. Oh, they're saying, oh, let me go heal them. That's how you are. And, her, and they have all these planets that are conjunct, which are aspecting... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hard to talk layman's terms. Um, But anyway, (laughs) you... (laughs) Healed! (laughs) Okay, so... uh, So... Good? I'm I'm all better now, thanks. All right, good. No, I I get what you're saying. Y'all are good sports about this, and you need to be because people are going to make fun of you. No, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. A lot of people take this very seriously, and and I don't judge that at all. What I do say to you is there really comes a time when you say it's about a choice. 
I choose to accept this for what it was. I mean, it, you've got to admit that despite that it wasn't what you dreamed about, this was an adventure. Your wedding sticks out. It, it's, it's something that is different from so many other weddings. We have a good story to tell. You've got a great story to tell. You're on national television telling it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the thing that I hated is that you missed your reception. And since she missed part of her reception, we contacted the Radisson Newport Beach, and they have decided to set Brandy and Robert up for a party for 50 of her closest <laughs> wedding guests. They're going to, this is a beautiful Newport Beach. They want to set up the venue, the food, the beverage, everything for you at the Radisson Newport. So you can have these people in. Maybe I'll give you a DVD of this. You can have a viewing of the show today. (laughs) And you can capture maybe just a moment to help get closure on the part of that reception that you didn't get to set. Thank you, Dr. Phil. That's amazing. All right, next we're going to meet a woman who only spent 24 hours planning her wedding. She wonders why it was a complete disaster. We'll be right back. My wedding was supposed to be the most perfect wedding, and it was everything but perfect. The rabbi was an impersonator. The limo disappeared with all of our personal stuff in the trunk that got stolen. The cake came out frozen. The whole thing was a disaster from beginning to end. It was a true nightmare. Closed captioning provided by. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. woman being stood up on her wedding day. Ambulance workers placing another woman on a gurney. These are obviously not the experiences brides strive for. They're not what they dream about when they're planning their wedding. But today's guests say not only did their fiascos happen, they're still not over the bad experience. Now Carrie says she thought, hmm, where can I get married within 24 hours and have fun? (laughs) Vegas, baby. But things didn't go exactly according to her plan. My wedding was supposed to be the most perfect wedding, and it was everything but the flowers were wrong. The chuppah was wrong. The rabbi was an impersonator, and he was really a reverend, dressed like a rabbi. Couldn't speak Hebrew. It wasn't a Jewish ceremony. The limo disappeared after the ceremony was over with all of our stuff, personal stuff, in the trunk that got stolen. We get to the reception. The food was... They served Mitch and myself last. They were supposed to play our first song. They didn't. The cake came out frozen. Tasted like butter. It was disgusting. It was a true nightmare. Well, Carrie says she gets no sympathy from her husband, Mitch, who admits to saying, look, get over it. Give me a break when she complains about their wedding day. My wedding was great. My wife still can't get over the issues. She was pretty upset about the whole situation. Is she overreacting four years later? Absolutely. It's time to move on. We have too many good things working in our lives to worry about that one day. When she brings up these issues, I'm like, can you just move on with it? 
Well, Carrie's mother, Judy, says there's no denying that the wedding was straight out of a scene from Candid Camera. After the service, I asked Carrie if that was really a rabbi officiating, and she looked at me and she had tears in her eyes. My husband was very disappointed. He felt that he was deceived. In the reception, the steak was frozen inside and the fish was very fishy. I looked around. I really thought we were on candid camera. And they wanted to see my reaction. Okay, well, Carrie, Mitch, and Judy are here today. So I wanted to ask Carrie, you, you planned this in 24 hours, so did y'all just meet, or <laughs> how, how, did this, how did this happen? Uh, being an event planner, I knew what I was doing. Okay, uh, so you do this for a living. I do. This is a list of uh, what she says were the mishaps. The rabbi was really a reverend who just dressed like a rabbi? That's right. Who does that? Only in this Vegas. <laughs> Only in Vegas. He, what, what, what did he say when you said, are, are you not really a rabbi? He was signing our marriage certificate, and when I read the word R-E-V, I wondered what that meant, and he said, oh, I'm a reverend, not a rabbi. And we found that out as we were signing our marriage certificate. Okay, only one of two planned wedding songs uh, got played. The limo disappeared with the clothes, shoes, purses, party favors, bridal party gifts, and camera. You said the food at the reception was cold and undercooked. The waitress scolded your stepdaughter? Yeah. Okay. Uh, menus were not put on the table. Cake was frozen, tasted like a stick of butter, and there was no music at the reception. Wow. <laughs> it just went smooth as a baby's butt. All right, coming up, we're going to find out what happened when Carrie oversaw someone else's wedding. That bride's here to tell us how she did on hers. <laughs> DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... Activon Ultra Strength for powerful pain relief. A convenient applicator means no messy creams. Activon, applied directly where it hurts for joint pain, muscle pain, arthritis, and backache. Travel consideration provided by... In my kitchen, I want only the best in taste. Eggland's best. I love Eggland's best because of all the great nutrition. That's why they're the only eggs I give to my son, the chef. Eggland's best, the better egg. shows in front of a live audience and we have a great time here don't we everybody so if you want to be in the dr phil audience go to drphil.com and click on be in the audience or call 323-461-PHIL 323-461-7445 we'll see you right here My wedding was a disaster. One of the reasons why it's hard for me to get over my wedding day is because I'm a professional event planner. When I go coordinate a wedding, I go above and beyond what the average event planner will do because I constantly have these visions of my own wedding and I would never want another bride to go through what I went through on the most special day of my life. We're talking to women who all say their wedding day was just downright catastrophic. Carrie says she can't get over the guilt of ruining her wedding to her now husband, Mitch, by unknowingly planning it with a fake rabbi, cold fish, and stolen gifts. Now, oh, by the way, she is an event planner. <laughs> Aren't you contaminating a really good thing because of something that happened one night? Well, you know what? From the relationship I came from before, um, I had a lot of surprises planned. 
on my wedding day to really show him how happy I am that he's in my life. And I didn't get to do any of that because of everything that went wrong. Yeah, but you've, you've had all these years now to... I know, I know. And then at the reception, my father and my mother planned the reception on their own. And my dad has just recently passed. And he passed four days before my daughter's bat mitzvah. And I had all these surprises because I can't say I'm sorry to my dad just with words. He doesn't accept them as much as food repayment. So with that said, I had all these surprises at my daughter's bat mitzvah that I didn't say anything to anybody. And in my own way, that was my way of letting it go. And he wasn't there to see it. Yeah. And so, and, and I'm sorry for your loss. And no question, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, but you're here now. And as I was uh, just saying earlier, it is a choice. I mean, you have to make a choice, and it is affecting you still, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Robin is a former client of Carrie's who hired her to oversee the weekend, the whole weekend of her wedding last year. Uh, is it still affecting her? Um, you know, I didn't know anything about her past going into it. Um, but there was definitely points in time, and I'm, I also work in special events, so I understand how this stuff works. There were times in the planning process that you could see these little things come out um, where you could see that she'd had experiences in the past where things hadn't gone right. Yeah. So. And really, it does come down to a choice. You have to recognize, I make a choice how I'm going to feel about this and move on. We'll be right back. We don't, we don't have, have a health plan. plan. We have a plan to stay healthy. Tired of the hardship. I'm living on less. But I'm living more. Recovery. My credit cards are maxed out. Maxed out. But my brain isn't. Change is coming. Is it coming to you? It's my life. Every crisis, every problem, every life has a turning point. It's my time. Every day is a turning point. If you need a miracle, be a miracle. Dr. Phil. Start a change reaction in your life today. For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in, or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. If you missed your honeymoon because of a wedding or honeymoon that just went really, really wrong, I want you to log on to drphil.com and tell us your story. You could win a trip to Fiji's most romantic hideaway, the Gamaya Resort, which includes seven nights with airfare and all meals, everything included. So share your story with us, and you could be one of only 17 couples on the entire island. I mean, this is just an amazing, amazing place. This is courtesy of UnforgettableHoneymoons.com, the romantic travel specialist. So let us hear from you. I want to thank all of my guests, including dating expert April Beyer. Uh, really, guys, thanks for being here. So long.
unforgettablehoneymoons.com, the romantic travel specialist. So let us hear from you. I want to thank all of my guests, including dating expert April Beyer. Uh, really, guys, thanks for being here. So long. <laughs> <laughs>